22nd, it's 2020. Season 3, it's 2020. January 2nd. <laughs> hey guys, it's Top Floor Thinking with your host Enosha Damali. Season 3. Season 3, why? Because I left you guys on a high hiatus, like a I was like, what? What's a podcast? In 2019, and I wanted to come back fresh and new, more like clean and just balanced, you know? So yeah, season three of Top Fair Thinking. And the more I say seasons, the more I feel like accomplished, like I'm a seasoned podcaster, but you know, I gotta be more of a on time and common podcaster. I can be podcasting every other 16 days and then go on a hiatus for another 74 days. I'm gonna be better, I promise. Um, to update you, I turned 26, I am 26 years old as of December 16th, 2019. So I am now officially an adult. I paid for my own insurance. Um, it's, it's real. Another update I have a new cat, Olivia Clomoney Sophia Chapman. Um, why should so many names? I think like Olivia is Olive. Huh. Olive was given to me by my coworker, Britta. And uh, Olive has got really comfortable real soon, real fast. If you see a picture of her right now, of her like playing with my laptop as I'm trying to record while she's on my lap. I don't know. I think cats have a want to be podcasters too. Like they have a voice. And whenever, even when Paisley was alive, rest in peace, long live Paisley. Um, whenever I was was recording, he felt the need to come around me. So I'm not mad at that. I, 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 see, this is staying in. Oh, I'm not editing my podcast anymore because the reason why I go on hiatus, I'm lazy. I said this before and I'm going to be better at this this year, but I get lazy and I don't want to edit it. And then I don't edit it. I don't upload it. I don't upload it. And then I just don't go back to it until those 74 days. So we got this, right? Um, also why I'm making sure I'm doing this podcast because I'm paying SoundCloud $16 a month to keep my old episodes up there and I might even put it on new episodes. So you want me to hear my voice, even if I'm hearing my voice. Also, what's up? So I got a new cat, turned 26. I'm officially 130 pounds, no depo. And I'm hyped because I'm forming to my adult weight. Like, yes. And I'm like skinny and I've been so proud of being skinny for the past like three years. I'm lying. For the past like three months. And now it's like whenever like you love something, it always has to be ultra some way. Like, but I'm also loving this body growth as well. Uh, what's up with me? So, you know, I'm teaching still. I've been on vacation for a whole two weeks. So this podcast should have actually been up last year. <laughs> so no, yeah, last decade. But I'm working on myself, you know, like, honestly, uh, I don't think I'm depressed. Well, I'm a functional depressant. I'm not diagnosed. I cannot say that. I think that I'm able to function outside in public with a nice gleeful smile on my face. When I get in the house, sometimes I'm just like, and I live by myself also. I get real comfortable sleeping, real comfortable being lazy. And then when I come out of the comfortableness of being lazy and comfortable, it's already like five o'clock in the day. And honestly, that's like nighttime, especially in this season. But I went out today. My coworker, thank God, Marie. Understand if Marie, if you listen to this, I did not want to go outside today. Like, actually, I'm telling you my day from the beginning. 
So Marie hit me up yesterday, asked me to go to the movies, and I was like, uh, sure not. Like, I'm not doing anything. I was besides homework. I should have been done like again last year. And um, I'm like, you know what? So since I'm going to movie theater on two. Let me get my nails done in the morning. I make an appointment online, and I'm like, okay, put me eleven o'clock. Let me go. I go to my appointment, and place is closed. Mind you, I wake up early. I do my hair. I take an Uber there so I won't be late to my appointment. My appointment's at 11 o'clock. I get to 11.02. The gate is closed. Now, I'm obviously too hungry, too tired to even react to this because it's my vacation. I haven't really eaten until like 12 o'clock on the regular, if not 1 o'clock when I eat brunch. <laughs> so like you can, I'll be like, half of me is like, what the fuck? And the other half of me is like, I really paid an Uber to get here and the place is closed. You know what? But I, anything happens for a reason. So I just took a picture of it. I posted it. I sent them a DM, but they didn't respond to me. So I'm just like, I'm going to just call probably tomorrow. Like I made an appointment and I thought it was really professional. You know, be real like uppity black girl who I like aspire to be. Mind you, it was a black-owned nail salon, so that's what really blows my mind because, like, if I would have went into the ages, they'd have been open. They were open. I know they were open. It's cool. It's cool. Whatever. <laughs> but, so I go to this restaurant on the corner of, like, Halsey and, uh, I think it's Lewis, Halsey and Lewis, and it's a, called a Mom and Pop Soul Food. So I'm like, you know, I'm hungry. I didn't eat nothing. Obviously, like, why well, come all the way down to Best Stop? I'm not going to do nothing besides, you know, my nails not done. You know, get something. And I go inside. It's like, no one's at, like, no one's in there. Like, it's empty. But it's so pretty in there. Like, it has all these relics of, like, pictures of, like, black people from, like, the soul food era. <laughs> what time is that? I mean, I don't know. Like, they had the Jeffersons up there. They had, like, Diane. I don't know her last name, but she was on Living Single as Whitley's mom. They had like, you know, Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks, you know, the soul food era. And um, I go inside, you know. Actually, I only really went inside because I was cold and I didn't want to be for my bus outside. So I'm like, I'm not taking the Uber back home. Like, that's obviously was a waste of money the first time. So I go inside. I'm like, let me just see. Maybe I just wait until the bus comes. But right now, I'm hungry. So I sit down. I'm looking at the menu. Again, no one's out yet. Like, it's legit no one's out. And then... Out of nowhere, a woman comes out. This woman is a white woman. And I don't know. I don't hope my face didn't change the way my mind thought. Because I was like, what? Justification? <laughs> I was like, what? I didn't say anything. I, you know, I'm a polite woman, like, regardless. Color doesn't, I don't see color. And, and white is not a color anyway, so I do see color. But um, white is not a color. And long story. Art story. Like, know your art. But anyway. She was, she was nice. Um, but I was just like, you know, like, what? Soul food. Again, I said, like, you know, Jefferson's. Not Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> like, um, so, um, she takes my order. She, like, I know, like, she know is uncomfortable with that. You know, like, he looking at me, I'm looking at her. Like, she don't want to say nothing to me. And I don't have problem with her. I'm just like, the, I was just shocked that. Not shocked, but like, hmm, hmm, surprise. And, but then again, Best Side has turned into Stuyvesant Heights. 
So what do you expect? And I'm, it makes sense because like over there, there's a lot of white people who moved over that neighborhood. So it makes sense that a black-owned restaurant wants to have like a, a white face to just make grace. And but black people work there. Black people they own the place. I mean, if a white person owns mom and pop soul food, I'm gonna feel away because they have really good food and. The food, I had some salmon cakes and sunny side up eggs with some home fries. And they had like their own original hot sauce. It was good. It was really, really good. So I'm not even mad at that. I'm not even mad. I'm not mad at all. You know, I've ate, so I'm not mad at all. I got some Starbucks, went home, took like a fake nap, watched some Powerpuff Girls. Then went to the movies with Marie. We saw Jamaji at iPick. Have you ever been to iPick? iPick on South Seaport. Um, real nice, real nice place. Like, it's fancy. Like, if I had a bay, I would love to go there with them, or my dad and my mom. Honestly, like you know, it, it's definitely coupley. It could also be friend wise or family wise, but they have like a section where it's like a little, a little more coupley, and it's like, but you you could eat also some quesadillas there. Like, oh, I gotta sell Marie her money. Um, but yeah, it was real nice. And I'm happy I went outside because I would have just been in the house. Like I've been in the house for the past, either my house or mom's house. I go back and forth. I hop in an Uber, go to Bulber, hop back in an Uber, go to Palmetto. Like, it's like, I don't, that's all I do. But talking about having a bay to go to the movies with, guess what I'm doing out of my thirsty self? Yes, I am Facebook dating. And I told my brother I was Facebook dating. And he was like, what? Like, you Facebook homie. And I was like, why would you say that? Because, ew. Like, no. Like, honestly, like, this is me being totally honest with you guys. The next person I'm with has to be a very... the most, Let me say that. Say it again. The next man I'm with has to be very enticing, excited. Someone that makes me want to stay with the male species because honestly i've been celibate since september 2018 if i get with a man and he doesn't meet my expectations i'm gonna be a lesbian i feel it in my bones and i really really don't want to be a lesbian like but i either that or cat lady or both and i just really 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 don't have time to be a lesbian, like, I don't, I mean, I, nothing wrong to be a lesbian, but I just don't have conscious. My mom, like, my dad, I could care less for these things. My stepdad, he did some getting ready. And I had like, a little phase in high school, so they won't be surprised, surprised. But I don't want to have a whole conversation with my mom. But, so, men, whichever one I pick, please do not disappoint me because I'm ready to switch over. I've, I've been ready. <laughs> You know, Miami was like, it's different. It's a different feeling. I'm just like, different how? Like, I'm interested. Anyway, and I'm also interested in dating outside my race, though. So, any man, black man, white man, Asian man, Pacific Asian man, Middle Eastern man, one of you, one of y'all, that's legit 49% of the population of this world. I just need one of you guys to impress me. Just impress me so, but yeah, you know what? I could have a husband and have kids with this with a man. It don't have to be you. I don't have to be you to get married to. But I just need someone worth marrying that is a man. I need someone to show me that men are worth marrying. And until then, I'm going to stay celibate. And if that happens and someone disappoints me, I'm going to be a lesbian. 
I don't care. But I'm Facebook dating. And uh, so far, so it's fun. It's not fun. It's more like inter- entertaining in a sense. Like, I'm bored. I don't, I don't be answering my phone. They're like, can I get your number? I don't know. If I give you my number, then I really have to answer my phone. And I hate texting sometimes, especially when I go back to work. But, yeah, whatever. Also, what else? Uh, and it's 2020, New Year. There's an argument going on on, on, on what social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, saying that this is not a new decade. This is the last year of a decade because they didn't start the year with zero. They started with one. And I'm like, that makes so much sense. So, since that makes so much sense, um, I'm not going to say new decade. I mean, you could say a new decade regardless because every 10 years is a new decade. So, whichever decade you start from, whatever year you start from is another decade 10 years from then. So, right? It doesn't matter. And because of that, uh, Olive, called Money, Sophia, Chapman, get off me. I mean, I love you. Because of that, um, I don't make a decade resolution. I'm making like a new year resolution. But like, I want this new year to be better than my last year. Because I'm looking back at the decade of 2010, 2019. And I went from being, uh, so 2010, I was in high school. I was a senior in high school, about to graduate in 2011. I had all the friends. Hmm. I was very popular. And I had really good friends at the time. So I assumed. And, well, I was a really good friend to people for a good time, so I know. And then 2011 happened, family drama. So pretty much from like 2010 to 2014, I had great friendships and a very dysfunctional family structure. Then as 2015 came and 2015 turned to 2016 and go on, I started having a well, 2015 to now, as in like 2020 or whatever, um, 2019, I had a great family structure. Like my mom and my dad, my mom I'm cool with, my stepdad, I'm that's the homie, like love him forever. My dad, I'm even nice to my real dad. Like we, we don't talk on the phone, like I don't call him, but I'll text him, I'll respond to a text, you know, I'm nice. Um, my mom's husband, like we cool. All my siblings, we cool. My stepsister, we cool, like... I mean, cousins, I mean, my aunts, uncles, everybody that has a blood relation to me or a family relationship to me, we are on. Like, my brother, although he's most annoying, he's, like, my really best friend. So, like, that's my first brother. I have multiple siblings. Thanks, he's father. But, um, popping. Then when it comes to the friends, I don't got those. I mean, <laughs> I got them. Like, there's people that, like, they know who I'm talking about when I say they're my friend. But besides that, like... I have no friends. I have a lot of acquaintances. I have a lot of associates. I have no friends. So my thing is like, how can I find the balance? Like, what is the balance? How am I from having like, being popping, popular to being Elaine in the house to, and having having the worst family structure, like legit sue my mom for child support to now like, she's my bestie. I remember we were buying her dominoes and Kamala Harris shirt. I'm sorry. We'll talk about that later. I'm, later. Later. But, um, yeah. So, that's pretty much the update on me. My um, 2020 resolution is to make more, make new friends, um, travel, 
to either the Caribbean or to an, a country in Africa and uh, probably see my baby sister. I have a baby sister named Madison. I haven't seen her since, I haven't seen her, I never met her. And I think I wanna probably go to Georgia, see my siblings, say hi to them and then see her and then probably go to Trinidad. You know, that's the plan. But that's me. That's what I've been up to. So let's get into this podcast. So in today's podcast, we're going to just jump right in and talk about, you know, the fact that I've been MIA. So all this shit happened. People passed away. The guy that killed Whitney Houston and Bobby Christina, uh, Nick Gordon, he died on New Year's Day. Ain't that crazy? I mean, it's like, damn, that's crazy. But it's, it's whatever. Not whatever. Like, you a co-killer. And, you know, I, I think right now, only person that's really, really, like, excited is Bobby Brown. Because, like, you killed not only his, like, child and his like ex-girlfriend or ex-wife ex-wife um like you know like he was he was trash and a whole drug addict obviously but um that's crazy uh jt is free i don't know if i said that to you guys last podcast but jt free jt she's out of jail and i'm hype i'm waiting for the music now like she dropped a song it was nice but i'm just like well they had like a song you try to hold that it ain't work that's my song but like the words is like explicit so i'm not gonna say it my mom hates that song i be twerking her house she's like what are you doing like you try to hold that shit ain't work let me stop but um yeah jt's out um that's happy uh, who what else? 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 There's a new documentary about R. Kelly being a pervert. <laughs> love it. I love how they're like it's coming for his ass. Like I don't care. I just I I don't care that he's black. Like I hate how people be like, oh well, what about Harvey Weinstein? I talked about this like the first episodes last year. So go back to that, how I feel about that. But like I think that's so sickening how people be like, but he's black, so like be what? He's a pedophile. I'm sorry. I see. I don't see color. <laughs> like, um, I hate it. Anyway, he's in jail. He's been in jail. I feel what I do care about, though, not care about, but like who who intrigued me, are the two girls that were his girlfriend, um, Joycelyn, and um, Azriel or what's her name, Azriel, Azriel. So those are the two girls who are still claiming to like love him and that he's a good person or whatnot. And it's crazy because like. Now that he's been in jail, because he, no bail, like, 25 years of being a pedophile. You lucky that you're not sentenced to life. Yet. Yet. Um, but he, um, the both the girls, so Joycelyn, she's a light-skinned girl, and as, as, as a girl, she's a dark-skinned girl. And uh, so, like, you know which one is which. Joycelyn, like, you barely hear from her. They had a whole situation where she was allegedly going to tell her story on Facebook, but then they come to find out that wasn't really her, and someone had hacked her Facebook, and since then, she's been MIA. Azariel, I mean, I keep calling Azariel. Azariel, she's, um, she a whole, like, thought box. I'm here for it. Like, I just, I want her to, like, succeed. I really want her to succeed, only because I just want her to get therapy, make sure she not do nothing crazy like her, her friend that's locked up, and just to see, I just want you to understand that I don't want to see you lose as Ariel. I mean, Azarel. Like, Azarel Mestrion Zenthos. Like, can you please win? Like, she's such a, like, she's meant to be a star. And I hate that it took her to be put in the worst environment by someone that you would think you look up to for her to be the star that she is now. Because, like, she's such a character. Um, I hope for the best, honestly. Uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else?
Um, yeah, that's pretty much it that I could think of. Like, Future and Larry Harvey are dating. Oh, Larry Harvey is pimping on Future, one or two. I think that girl's really smart. I hope that she knows what she's doing with that man, because that man is, like, a demonic in himself. Uh, new year, new me. What else, what else? Anyway, if it comes up, it'll come up, you know, my mind. That's how it works. What I'm going to talk about for sure now is Ari Lennox. So, I don't listen to this girl's music, but I've seen her personality-wise on... Well, she's doing IG Live, or, and I'm watching her IG Live on Twitter. Like, that's how Twitter works. They just social media just clash. I'm kind of happy that Twitter is not with Facebook because Facebook has now made it show like, I'm WhatsApp, I'm Instagram, I'm Facebook. Like, whatever other app it has. I don't know because I only really love Twitter. But Facebook has put the thing with everything from Facebook. So... Ari Lennox, she's funny. She's a whole character. Like, I feel like if you just Google her name prior to today, you really enjoy her. Reason why I say prior to today because, I mean, you would still enjoy her, but like, <laughs> drama. So, this guy on Twitter wrote, oh, something to the fact that, like, he finds Tiana Taylor and Ari Lennox look like Rockwallers, but they're still sexy to him. And she retweeted it, replying, saying, why do you guys hate black men so much? And now it's a conversation like, oh, black men feel the need to degrade black women publicly where white men do not degrade white women publicly or Hispanic men don't degrade Hispanic men publicly. And then I had some people on Twitter saying, no, like if I think you're ugly, you're ugly. Why are we supposed to be in a situation all the time? And, uh, you know, people like, oh, we don't know what white men do. You know, Hispanic men do like dull misogyny and the patriarchy is real. Like it doesn't happen only the black woman. And like, no, I'm, I'm still on Ari Lennox side of this because for one, we live, I, okay. For black people, we are surrounded by black, by black people, black, black people, black culture, black things. Right. So we don't get to really have a magnifying glass into like Hispanic culture or white culture and see what they do. But for one, white culture is the main source. It's on our is on Disney is Disney Channel. Like whenever I think white culture, I think of Disney Channel. Like that's where I learned about white culture was Disney Channel. So we have Disney Channel, you have like TNT, TBS. Well TBS has the last OG. That was actually funny. I watched that on Netflix. It's tragic, but funny. Um, you know, like Whiteness has been the default for such a long time. Like, even our Democratic Party right now is playing, but that's another conversation that will come up soon. Anyway, with that being said, like, only person I could think of who's been, like, a derelict and who has been... What am I saying? I say, well, who has been, like, a misogynistic to women out loud publicly is your president, Donald Trump. And he's a derelict at that. So it's like, that's the only man I could think of who was like blatantly said mean things about women out loud. You know, like, that's the only person I could think of. As a white man, when I think of like Hispanic men, I don't ever see them talk bad about their women out loud. They probably do. They probably be an ass at home. Like, I'm, <laughs> I don't put past no man, honestly. Like, honestly. 
Like, honestly. <laughs> but um, I remember one time I heard a story where, like, there was a movie being made. And it was, like, on Hawaiian land or Native American land. Something where, like, Native Americans were, like, going, or people who are indigenous to that land were going to be a part of the movie. And one of the, you know, pervies, directors or something, was trying to harass one of the Native women. And the Native men were like, uh-uh, stop, stop the shits. Like, they were like, we're not having that. And, like, everybody packed up. All the Natives were like, you want to tell or not? Because if you're going to treat our people like this, our women like this, we're not having it. And they duped, they dipped, you know? But, like, my thing is, like, for black people, when it comes to blackness, I've seen out loud us, and I say us, and I hate to say this, but I'm saying it, like, women, degrading, degrading black men, I do it pretty much, it's legit, like, internal in me. And I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to say it. I don't know this man. But I legit don't know this man to a lot of black men. I'm like, mm. And only because, like, I've been... It's no excuse. I just have dealt with black men. And I know how they treated me. I know how other women have been treated based on their stories. Some women are in love with black men. And some black men, I don't understand. And reason why, because when we see black men on social media saying things like, like dogs, like... There's been black men who willfully degrade black women. Like, it's like looking for a punchline and a joke. Like, oh, what's the funny thing to make fun of? Oh, black women. You know, like, cape for, like, non-black women all the time. And again, this is what has been portrayed via social media. This may not be true. And there was a statistic saying that 85% of black men marry black women. That is a fact. That's a statistical fact. But in that same light... 94% of black women marry black men. So there's more black women marrying black men. There's not a lot of black people in America, first of all. Like, that's one. And my mother was like, oh, uh, what she said to me? Oh, because they're all locked up. And even if they are in jail, like, when they come out because of systematic racism, there's not real goals for them to commit to because it's hard out there for a felon. It's hard out there with a jail record, you know? And what woman who's been going to college and getting her life together want to date that? Want to be with that because you're black? And so I could see the disconnect there, the disconnect between, like, slavery to Jim Crow to the redlining of housing to, like, welfare. So, like, I could see the disconnect between black women and black men. But in the same sense, like, just because we've been disconnected for so long, why do we hate each other? And... I, I feel like black men portray the hate more where black women are just on a defense. That's why, like, men are trash. Niggas ain't shit. Um, I, say, I say that all the time, and I try my best to say it less because I know it's like, who am I? Who am I to hate black people? I'm a black person. I love my blackness. And I just really, like, understand where Ari was coming from because... It's the top of the effing year. Like, it's 2020, and the first thing you say is call somebody ugly but sexy. Like, to objectify a woman, like, I would be pissed too. I never hear somebody say, uh, oh, Rachel. Rachel's not really pretty. Rachel from Friends, but she's sexy. I feel F. Like, like, what? What? Jennifer Aniston? Like, Kristen Stewart? 
she legit ruined all four out of five movies of Twilight for me. Like, no one came for that ass the way they should. And uh, Edward Cullen, Robert Patterson hasn't been able to get a real job since. And this woman is on TV with her dull personality. And no one's coming for her in the white men community. But we got black men calling us Rockwallers. You see what I'm trying to say? Like, I'm pissed. Like, I'm not pissed. Uh, I'm more like, you You not see it? You understand why we're angry? We're not angry. We're just like, what? Why would you say that? It's just like some things, she already even mentions like, oh, we say freedom of speech. And it's like, why would that be your speech? Why is degrading black people your speech? And... Why they're like, oh, well, this this black woman said this. So this on Twitter, this other woman had tweeted like probably months ago and not, you know, like not the same time he tweeted it about like three men. I think one was Dave East another, and some other two men. I don't know them in particular, but she said they look like um dogs or some kind of like animal, like dogs, but like not a not specific type. And she got mad likes. She just said something like something like, oh, like men look like dogs. Um, greater sign, greater sign, greater sign. And, you know, she had mad likes for it because they, they're very handsome. And then it's the idea like, oh, well, when black women say men look like dogs, not a problem. But when black men say women look like dogs, it's a problem. And it's like, yeah, it is a problem because one, they should have both never compared each other to animals, you know. But two, like, men are dogs. We're for Snoop Dogg. Like, ain't no, ain't no animal. Out of, ain't no woman calling herself a dog. A bad bitch, yes. A dog, no. <laughs> so, like, you got Doja Cat. You got Snoop Dogg. You see? It's a difference. It's not the same. It's not the same. Cats are sexy. Cats are beautiful. Like, dogs are cute. Like, puppies are cute. But a Rottweiler? Really? An aggressive dog? The One of the most aggressive dogs? Like, oh, the girl said the, the men like pit bulls. That's just that, right? Pit bulls. And even then, like, dogs are really cute sometimes. I mean, most of the time. Only dogs that are cute is that dog with the wrinkly face. But, um, Grawls and Pit bulls, those are the black dogs one. Like, <laughs> my mom be like, oh, I don't have black dogs. I don't have stereotypically black dogs. Because she has, like, a Pomeranian in a, a lab. She thinks she don't have black dogs. But, like, the common black dogs are Rottweilers and Pit bulls. Like, you know, they're the... And then they're seen as most aggressive. They're seen as attack dogs. They're seen as, you know. And then they compare those kind of dogs to, like, um, two dark-skinned women. It, it's like the colorism is there. Like, the hate, the anti-black is seeping through. Like, to objectify them to, like, being sexy but ugly. Like, it's just, it's really nasty. It's really nasty. Now, if you call them poodles, if you call them Pomeranians, maybe, just maybe, we would be in a better place. Yeah, look at a little Pomeranian. Like, oh, I think I'm cute, but you call me a dog. Mm, I'm a bad bitch. You know, it would have been like, Psh. but a Rottweiler? That also goes back to the dark-skinned black women are aggressive, that are they are mean, that they are angry. And it's like, no. No, stop calling us that. Like, you know. Even like I said before, I try my best to be nice because as a dark-skinned woman, as someone who, who, represents, who identifies as a dark-skinned woman, because... I think I'm bleaching my skin. That's the story. Other story. Um, it's for us to like be seen as feminine and wonderful 
and fun, funny and friendly. That's my bio. <laughs> I'm fine, funny and friendly. But you know, like it's not for us to be seen as angry and aggressive and mean and like rough, rough, rough. Like we're not supposed to meow, meow, meow. Okay, I'm, I'm now I'm dragging it. But I again, I'm on Ari's side of this. Um, I don't think the man meant in a malicious way. I think when when you raise a certain way, to think a certain way, things that may not even seem malicious to you, the the intent and perception. I teach my kids this all the time. Intentions and perceptions. Just because you intend to do something, don't mean that you're gonna perceive, be perceived the way you wanted to. You call them ugly. You call these women ugly. What did you expect to happen? You said you named an animal, and then you called them ugly. Like, what did you expect to happen, sir? Yes, anti-blackness is all in this, all in this tweet. The other girl, she said, no, they put bulls. Greatest sign, greatest sign, greatest sign. Like, you know, like, she didn't call them ugly. She actually was complimenting them in their attractiveness. He called them ugly. He called them Rottweilers. They're dark-skinned women. MLX, MLX. Malcolm X said, you know, the most hated person in the world is a black woman. So, like, what, what did you expect to happen, sir? Hmm. <sighs> that's my take on it. Uh, Colorism is real. 2020, the second day of 2020, imagine me called Alina Rottweiler. I think I would be upset too. So this is where you stream Shea Butter Baby. I don't actually know the name of the album. I don't listen to it. I'm not an R&B girl, but I still said I will listen to her album this year. Shea Butter Baby. Let me start playing some songs so y'all know what I'm talking about. But you know, like I, I, I understand. You would be, you'd be a little too. Like, like, ooh, shuffle. Static. What a song. You don't want the static? You don't want the static? She had 12 songs on the album. And I heard it's a really good album, so. I'm a bubble bath to this. And you should too. And with that being said, off to politics. Imagine leaving your lunch home. Your stepdad says, oh, no problem. I'll bring it to you at work. You're excited. You feel love. You feel like, man, I'm having a great day ever. It's December 3rd or December 4th. You don't remember because today, although you love December, it's going to be a sad day for you. Your dad comes. You get in the car. You're so happy to see him. He says, did you hear? Breaking news. Kamala Harris drop out the race. When I say I was heartbroken, when I say, this was around 2 o'clock, like, not 2 o'clock, around like one thirty, told me this. When I say I ran on Twitter so fast and was just like, what the F are you talking about? Like, what do you mean she dropped out? I'm, to this moment, is heartbroken. Like, you probably can hear the tears coming out my throat because, like, she was my savior. <laughs> that was a loud cry. Because, you know, like, people are religious. I can't get too deep with Savior. But, like, she was my president. You know, I really, you know how I capped for her. If y'all listen to this podcast ever, you know that I capped for Kamala Harris. Like, and not cap like, lied for her. Cap like, Captain America. I will save her. Captain save a Kamala Harris. Like, understand, she was someone that I really, really looked up to. And when I was going through my lowest, when I went to see her in the city, oh, like, she really re revamped my whole mood. Like, 
So imagine me. Imagine me how I felt. How I really feel still to this day. Why am I yelling? Because I'm mad. But, but, it's okay. I mean, it's not okay. But like, my ancestors have lived with trash presidents before. And just because we had Obama, I think we've gotten really, 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 really spoiled. And it's sad that Obama spoiled us. It's sad that that's an example of being spoiled because I had a black president for a whole eight years and he was lovely. His wife was lovely. His kids were lovely. And I'm thinking that it's possible to have an immigrate, a child of immigrants, Jamaican, South Indian, American woman who went to an HBCU, who went back to her community to make sure black people who were victims of poverty and problems were able to come out of it as she was both a prosecutor, AG, district attorney, I said in the backwards, prosecutor, DA, and, dis- and attorney general, and now it's the Senate. And because of, I don't know what, I, mean, I know exactly what happened, honestly. You got mainstream media, you got... Someone said Negropians, like ne- black Negroes who want to be white. Like you have, you had black people who were probably like, I, you know, like who were the wokest, like your feminista Jones, your, what's this girl's name? What's this girl's name? Uh, not, what's her name? Jalea, Jamila, something. I don't remember her. I unfollowed her on Twitter. That's why I forgot her name. And I, I don't know even follow feminista Jones, but I just remember her said some crazy shit. It probably wasn't crazy. It probably is a fact, but you know. Anyway, like, legit, like, black women who you would think would support black women, not supporting her because they over here going off a false information from people like the likes of Bernie Sanders, the likes of Russian bots. It was told back and back and forth and forth that the Russians were scared of Kamala Harris. That... The GOP was scared of Kamala Harris. We seen her. Um, we seen her go up against Will William Barr and and Kavanaugh and and Jeff Sessions. We seen how she cares to put us first. How she cares to put Black people first. How she cares to put LGBT people first. How she cares to put marginalized people, children, children first. And we had, not me, not me, because <laughs> you know how I feel about Kamala Dobby Harris, not me. Black women who you think were supposed to be for us have the nerve to spew all this negative information about them for who? For who? And then... Imagine that. Imagine December 4th. I'm like in tears. My my last class, like three, my face was so like nostrils on flare. Get to your work now. Like you would have thought I was a mean teacher. I was so upset. But you know, I've been able to like bring it down. You know, like understand that we don't always get our way. Understand that she had a campaign that could have had better choices. You know, her sister had broke her foot. That probably was like the sign of like, we should get on now before it's too late. And she could have, she was even going to be at the presidential camp, 
not planning campaign, the debate for Democrats in December the 19th and for her to drop out two weeks early obviously meant that she didn't want to drag us along. She wasn't getting money because people weren't donating. I was donating, but people were spearing so much negative information about her. Why would you donate to somebody? And then for those who don't even know about elections, don't even donate. And then the whole purity test from Bernie Sanders and Warren Elizabeth, whatever, Elizabeth, Eliza lot, like, race so white. This campaign is... Oh, you got a fucking mayor, a mayor, a mayor who had the audacity to like dismiss black people when he first started his campaign, who is still in this fucking race. Pete Booty Jag, Pete Booty Juice, like, <laughs> calm down, calm down. Gosh, I know I, I missed this. I missed, I missed this because I need to talk to somebody about this. Like, Someone who cares, someone who understands where I'm coming from, like, you don't understand how upset I am. <laughs> I'm not upset. The only way I will vote, well, I vote every year, every time, no matter what. I'm going to vote, so I don't want that idea and even to be put in your head because I, I'm a voter. My ancestors fought. My ancestors both the women and the blacks. <laughs> Someone was like, it's not blacks, it's a black people. And I know, but I like the blacks. Like the blacks, like we're a family. The blacks. But um, you know, they fought for mother been right to vote. It would be an asinine idea for me to not go to that voting booth, regardless of my president not being but there's an option on the voting ballot that says write in. And guess what I want to do with the primaries? I'm going to write in Kamala Harris. <laughs> Calm down. Calm down. I hear you now like, oh, you're wasting your vote. You're voting for Trump. Calm down. Calm down. Because that's my right to vote. It's my right to vote. Like, I don't, I, I think I said it before. After the 2016 election, we were all sad. We all thrown away. But I am not mad at anyone who didn't vote. It is a fact. It is a fact that the more people that vote, Democrats win. So people who have went outside their houses and voted, regardless of what they voted for, and voted, Hillary Clinton would be our president. 49% of this country did not vote. I'll say it again. 49% of this country did not vote in 2016. That's why we have Donald Trump. Because again, Hillary won the popular vote. It's been, it's very little chance. Like, if you look back at statistics, every Republican that won, they won the electoral vote, they haven't won the popular vote. Probably, I, even Reagan maybe didn't win the popular vote because like uh, Bush didn't win the popular vote. Uh, both of them, Bush and Bush won the popular vote, but Clinton won the popular vote and he got the electoral college barack won the popular vote and got the electoral college so when you look back more people voted for the democrat because more people are democratic but less people that vote republicans win when less people vote republicans win more poor people vote democrats win so that's that so i'm voting and i'm voting down ballot but when it comes to that president Especially for the primaries, I'm putting Kamala Harris. Reason why? My other option was Julian Castro. He dropped out today also. Why? Another person who was a minority 
and I hate that word for people who aren't white, but another non-white person who's running this race, wasn't getting the funding that he needed, wasn't getting the hype that he needed, wasn't at the last presidential campaign debate in December. When we have, like, so, this is it. Right now in this race, we have Joe Biden. Let me say that again. We have crime Joe Crime Bill 94 Biden. We have Bernie Sanders have not done shit for civil rights, but signed the crime bill 94 Biden Sanders. We have been a Republican for majority of her political life, Elizabeth Warren. We have new to the game, don't know the rules to the game, Pete Booty Jag. We have Andrew Yang give everybody a thousand dollars. It won't cause inflation, allegedly. We have Tulsi, Russian bot in the flesh, Gabbard, who wrote a present at impeachment. Let me pause right here. While I've been depressed about Kamala Harris dropping out, I haven't been really avid in politics as much as I love to. I'm going to get back. I'm going to get back, promise, because it's been a month. You know, like, Kamala's out. She enjoyed her New Year's. I saw it on Twitter. I got to enjoy my New Year, too. And while this is happening, she's um, Donald Trump has been impeached. He is now the IMPOTUS 45, and he's been impeached by the House. Now it's time to put him on trial for the Senate. And unfortunately, Mitch McConnell of Kentucky is our majority leader and he's not trying to have a trial happen but i'm hoping for the likes of kamala harris and those others and 20 republicans who get their life together put them on trial and i know i know understand this is my prediction i'm gonna go back to people actually i'm not gonna go back to them after them after them after them like if kamala harris is given the opportunity to put Trump on trial and to interrogate him how she done bar Kavanaugh in sessions. It will make her a household name. So household that Joe Biden has to make her his his not only VP but MVP. Cause she will be the leading ticket reason she will be the reason why Joe Biden wins. Know that. No fucking that. Okay? Now, hmm. I still feel away, but that's that's the hope that most people who are Kamala Harris fans still have. Like, hopefully that uh, Joe Biden like picks her to be VP. I don't want her anything else. Secretary of State, nah, she could still she could stay in the Senate, stay in the Senate because we need you. We need your body there because she's a Democrat. If she's going to be VP, I don't want her anywhere else besides the Senate. I mean, she can do whatever she want, but I advise her to stay in the Senate if she's going to be VP because they want to be Attorney General, which upsets me because people have the audacity to say she's a cop, she's a cop, she's a cop. Oh, she's like a black people, black people, da 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 going to make her Attorney General of the motherfucking United States to do what? To criticize her again? To stop her from being great? That's how mad I am. My phone fell. It's already cracking. I can't be doing it too much. But, um, like, <sighs> she needs to be VP. And uh, right now, people are like, oh, wait, Biden can't. Any person who is running for president that is still in the game, these writers, 
these lying ass. I just don't like any of them. Joe Biden, honestly, like, his only way I'm voting for him is if Kamala Harris is on his ticket. Understand, if Joe Biden wants a nomination and he has someone else as his ticket, guess what I'm doing for the general election? Kamala Davi Harris. And I mean that so much. I mean that so much. I don't care. I don't care. Trump, he's trash. Been trash. But the whole GOP is trash also. So honestly, like, I'm going to just vote down ballot. Going to higher heights. That's it. I don't, don't care. Reason why I say that. They want, instead of Kamala Harris, they're picking between, like, not picking, but people, political opinions about who Joe Biden should pick because we think he's going to win most likely because Liz Warren should be going down the polls. It's crazy how when a black woman leaves, like now everyone is being vetted properly. And Warren, because she's still Auburn's idea, she can't really go after him. So she's going after Pete Buttigieg. And Pete, like, although he's trash, she knows how to talk. And, like, he's his own person. He doesn't have to copy a plan to make a plan. But he don't have good plans either. So, you know. Warren's been going down. Bernie has been, like, you know, he's a whole socialist, independent anyway. So I don't understand even why he's running as a Democrat. He's trying to destroy the establishment. Ain't that crazy? He's losing black um, support also. Well, not millennials. Millennials are nothing. And I'm millennial myself, so imagine how I feel. Imagine how tired we are. Imagine. Um, but they want Stacey Abrams. It's the other option for um, Joe Biden's VP. And I do not like that at all. I hate how they want losers to be on a losing ticket. Like, now, Beto or Warwick? They wanted him. He was running for president. He had dropped out early in the year of 2019. Like, I want to say probably September. And I'm like, why are you even running for president? I don't understand. Like, you were not able to win against Ted Cruz. That was a pause for you to understand. Like, why were you running for president? Why were you running for president? I want people who are Beto or Warwick fans to tell me, like, what was his reason? What was the reason? You can, If you can't win in your own mother effing state, why would you want to go against Trump in America? Like, what, what is the reason? Because Beyonce endorsed him the last day. What is the reason? Okay, understood, right? Then Stacey Abrams, she was trying to win, I think, governor of Georgia. That didn't work. That didn't work? Two reasons. Systematic racism. And uh, I guess, I think they said the guy cheated, but um, they wanted to, she asked for a recount, they recounted, she didn't get enough, she, it was like, when I say it was so close, it was like, I might as well give them the white guy the job. But again, a loser. Regardless of like, them cheating, because again, systematic racism, you still lost. You legit still lost. So why would I want to vote for a loser? I would prefer you had dropped out. I'm like, you know, I'm not going to go on this way somewhere. Instead of just losing, expecting me to want you to be VP. Vice President. My, homie, sis. What? Why? Why? Who idea is this? Y'all really want us to lose? Now, Kamala Harris, guess what? Every time she ran for district attorney, attorney general, the Senate seat of California, she won the first thing. 
Now this presidential race, she didn't win because of misogyny and racism, and you know how that works. And like Joy Reid lying about how she supported her after she drops out, and like the fact that sixty eight percent of the hate was coming on social media, but only three percent of her name was being said on mass media, mainstream media, and it was like political brand article about her every day about her failing campaign and then Bloomberg trying to hire her old assistant and released her resignation letter trying to say that Maya Harris was like not a great campaign leader and then how Tom Steyer another billionaire who's in this race like Bloomberg for some reason had the audacity to steal her data from South Carolina to get to get her voters to figure out like who's voting for her so he could steal her ideas and like plant plant seeds in their heads to vote for him although like no one's even checking for him like why is he even running his vanity project of a campaign but regardless she's a winner baby so if joe biden picks anybody besides kamala harris it better be michelle obama because if not i'm writing in the general election kamala debbie harris that's why I film. That's why I film. That's that's why I film. That's why I film. That's why I film. That's that's why I film. And come on, Ted Cruz. This is to bring him up again. Uh, Pete Booty Juice. You know, now that Kamala has off the race, they could finally vet these white people. I feel like they were throwing all the stones at the wonderful, lovely Kamala Harris. Even Corey bitch ass Booker. But we gonna talk about that later. Actually, we not gonna talk about him because like he's just so trash. Like he. He's the reason why black men aren't surviving the way they should be. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> I'm such a mess. What's wrong with me? I feel away. Obviously, I can't stop my politics and not feel away because they did her wrong. Like you don't understand, they did her dirty. But uh, regardless, um, Pete Booty Juice, they are betting him now. They found a video of him talking to young children, young white children at that, saying that the reason why. Uh, our founding fathers didn't create equality for black people during the time they were signing the constitution into law because they didn't know how bad slavery was imagine that imagine how tired we are imagine seeing that shit and like this, this, this motherfucker is in a race still? And you mad at Kamala for making sure parents, you mad at Kamala Harris because she wanted to make sure parents took their kids to school? She wants to make sure parents took their kids to school? And you telling me that a, a mayor, not even like a governor, not even a house of representatives, not even a senator, a mayor is running for president and he was telling children, the youth, that the founding fathers did not know slavery was a bad thing? You tell me Thomas Jefferson didn't know slavery was a bad thing? Well, because he was having sex with a black woman, <laughs> raping black women, and had a, had a kids by her that he didn't know that slavery was a bad thing? I'm I'm confused. I'm I'm really confused. It took Ted Cruz, the nigga that shit. I don't want to say the N-word, but obviously I'm like trying to whisper my pain away. The man who beat Beto O'Rourke but couldn't beat Donald Trump <laughs> had to come on Twitter and be like, homie, what is wrong with you? You're wrong. And back-to-back tweets 
explaining how the founding fathers didn't know slavery was wrong. And there was a big argument about it. Benjamin Franklin said this ain't right. For you to even, what, what kind of history, how you in politics? You don't know the history of politics? Beta, beta, booty juice, booty juice, how dare you? Like, how you got Ted Cruz? Ted Cruz? Now mustache, beard, Ted Cruz? Ted Cruz. Not Tom Cruise. Ted Cruz, come for you and say, you're wrong? Do your, do your research? Do your Googles? You had Ted Cruz tell you to do your Googles? You don't understand. You don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand. That's that's why, you know, because it's like, what? Oh, what? What world are we living in? But that's my hopes and dreams. I really think that Kamala Harris should be the um, VP. Now, nobody's anything else besides VP. If not, say the Senate and I'll move to California. <laughs> so, <laughs> Nah, nothing in California. Nothing in New York. Nothing in California. Honestly, I really want to go, but it's like either it's only good weather. Well, better weather. But yeah, that's how I feel about politics. I promise the next episode I do, which will hopefully be like in a good time span, right? Um, we'll update you what's happening in politics. Update you what's happening in pop culture. And you know, that's the what I'm doing. Hopefully I find a man who can impress me so I can continue dating men. If not, women, I'll be ready for you in 2021, I promise. If these men disappoint, I promise you I'm coming for you. You know, it's whatever. But yes, that is the podcast. Um, follow me at I-N-O-C-I-A-D-M-L-D-M-O-L-L-Y. You know, she's Molly. Again, that's at I as an igloo, N as in Nancy, O as in octopus, C as in Sierra. I as in igloo, A as in apple, dot, as in like dot. D as in damn Molly, L, damn Molly, D-A. That's my middle name. Anyway. But um yeah, follow me. Um also follow me on Twitter. You can follow my my real Twitter, um, which is at Nasha West N A S H A A W E S T. And uh, yeah, I'll keep you guys posted um about what I'm doing well in my life and if you have any comments, questions, concerns, let me know. If not, don't let me know. Just listen to it and like like listen to it. I miss you guys, and I hope that I continue to be on this right path of uploading my content. Love you, bye. Got some friends around him, 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 got